It's not just a hobby. It's even more than a passion. It's looking around and realizing you are a Miss God's creation. It's answering the call to pursue in your soul. It's hunting, fishing, and the outdoors. This is the place where we converse about it and hope to inspire, educate, and ignite. This is Chase Outdoors, the podcast. Hey guys, thank you for joining Chase Outdoors, the podcast. I'm your host, Justin Geike. Hope you guys are doing great as we step one day closer to the movie Idiocracy being prophecy. If I look extremely tired today, for those of you watching on the video, I am. Pouting as much coffee as I can because I've been up since midnight chasing the extremely hard-to-get product that is just impossible to find. And we're going to talk about a whole bunch of that stuff right now, but trying to keep uh, our sportsmen, our hunters, our fishers, our shooters, our Second Amendment enthusiasts stocked, locked, and loaded. And uh, it has been uh, quite the circus here as we approach this awesome weekend, which is uh, one of the greatest weekends that's ever been created. And that's the archery opener for deer here in the state of Wisconsin. I hope you guys are as excited as I am. It has been cold around here. We've had uh, temperatures uh, down into the uh, upper 30s in some reaches of our uh, of our immediate area here. And for those of you who love to hunt, that's music to your ears. Obviously, we've had early goose season open up here for a little bit now, and i got a whole bunch of friends, uh, you know, Sam Sudersky that works for us, uh, the Brunkus clan uh, out there uh, whacking on uh, geese here in Marathon County and the surrounding areas, and that's been really good. This cold weather that we're going to have is only going to continue to improve and enhance that. But uh, yesterday, really exciting stuff. Our bear season opened up. Uh, I had a bear tag, and instead of uh, bear hunting, uh, I was at the store cleaning the tizzy and... Uh, you guys come before uh, my hunting does, at least this week. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to the Montana uh, mule deer hunt that Brian and I are going on, and I'm sorry, but I'm shutting my phone off for that week. We've been at dues. We've been at the store uh, from 4 a.m., and we've been there at 11 p.m., and last night I slept for about 45 minutes, and from uh, midnight till uh, sunrise, all I did was chase product. Uh, it's been crazy. We're taking, you know, I would have to guess, honestly, hundreds of, of phone calls a day and most of them are the same thing people looking for the same hard to or impossible to find stuff that's out there in all of this largely a part i should say most of it is related to COVID. right now obviously the hot topic is ammunition and uh historically over the last several months obviously people have been looking for all the handgun rounds nine millimeter 40 45 all those things associated with personal defense 223 556 rounds obviously we've had a huge huge shortage of that and the guns as well we're starting to see some things happen and move uh, one thing that we've done within the store because of the volume of the store traffic we're having for the hunting opener and because of the volume of phone calls that we're taking for people looking for those hard to get things is we've moved to how we are essentially informing our great customer base and when we get that stuff in so if you're listening and you're uh, one of our local customers you know what we're telling people is if you go to the chase-outdoors.com website and you go down and look down in the bottom corner there you're going to see a box where you can enter your cell phone i'd encourage you to take a moment and go and do that and what that does is going to kick you a link to sign up for our app i would love to say that you can go to the app store whether it's through apple or whether it was through google and you would download that but you can't and that's because those companies are giant bias fill in the blanks 
Uh, we've spent the last several weeks trying to get our app uploaded onto these platforms. It would be easier for you guys, you know, the customers and our listeners and our viewers and stuff like that, to, to access a lot of the information that we have. Because you know, our goal with that forum is to, when we get the 9mm, when we get the 5.56, we can inform our customers through that avenue so that you guys can uh, get the goods. Yeah, that's what everybody's looking for right now. And uh, both of those platforms have basically denied us repetitively over and over and over, saying that our uh, store, which is completely legal, com governed by the FBI and the Department of Justice, with law-abiding background checks, quite honestly the safest and best way for us to transfer firearms from the manufacturer to the public by doing, you know, by doing our background checks, you know, is that, uh, that we violate their policy. And, uh, that's a bunch of crap because we went and, uh, took screenshots of all the other, you know, big, you know, corporates that uh, are doing that on those platforms that they allow and just showing that they're high level of discrimination and we just get the run around the whole time. So ultimately at the end of that battle over the last two weeks, all we've done is end up with a loss of several hundred dollars of application fees to uh, find out um, that uh, we're part of this giant governmental censorship. And I don't want to beat on it too hard. I know you're sick of hearing about all this garbage. I'm certainly sick of hearing about it, dealing with it and talking about it. But it is the truth. Right now, those of us who love to hunt and fish and, and live that country life and uh, love the Second Amendment in, in this great country, we're, our voices, our, our desires, our dreams, we're being snuffed out. We're being censored right out like we don't exist. And make no mistake, we as hunters and fishermen and, and Second Amendment lovers are, are the people that fund the conservation of our country through our Pittman-Robertson tax what we do for this country, we're talking about billions and billions of economic dollar impacts. Huge. It's massive. And, and there are millions of us, and, and we're important to this country. But mainstream media uh, and uh, the uh, giant, giant, giant conglomerates of the Internet uh, are trying to make that not so. And uh, that's my stump. That's my rant for now. I'm not going to beat it to death. I'm sorry. I probably have already. But it, it's super frustrating. And I think those of us that would like to put our heads in the sand and just not listen to or deal with everything that's going on, we've got to be aware of it because it's, it's impacting us. So I would ask you, you know, if you go to, the, go to the store site, go in, get that app, put it on there. And what we're going to do is we're going to use that platform as our primary source for communicating to our great customers when we get the stuff that they're really wanting and looking for to get in. It's also a platform for us to go and let you know when our new podcast episodes are coming up because I don't do them on a set time uh, just because of our schedule restrictions. And uh, in addition to that, uh, for exclusive hot you know deals, specials for those of you who uh, are on the app. So couldn't encourage you uh, enough to go ahead and follow that. Also, while we're talking about it and begging you uh, for participation, if you're watching on the YouTube channel right now, we just ask that you hit the like and subscribe button. We'd really appreciate that as we help try to build uh, our, our North Central Wisconsin local voice for, for the great outdoors. Um, but aside from that, a lot of things going on right now, uh, talking about me personally, uh, just doing what I can with the few minutes that I have in spare time to try to get out there and uh, get those last minute preparations in for things like this weekend. I was unable to bear hunt uh, yesterday or today because of both inclement weather and huge store traffic. But uh, I plan on doing it this weekend, and I'm going to take my bow with me. The Botex Revolt is going to get uh, hung up in the tree, and uh, hopefully we have an opportunity to run into one of the big bucks that we're getting on our uh, cuddy back cell cameras or one of the bears that's coming in. 
Uh, it's a great time of year because of those things and those activities, and I'm super excited about that, but we're also still coming up on our Western hunt. And there's a lot of our great customers who are out there right now doing those things right now. Uh, congratulations, uh, Tyler White and his uh, DIY Idaho public uh bull elk harvest here a couple days ago our, our friend johnny's on his way out there right now kurt schultz who's a friend of ours is out in idaho right now we got a lot of people who are packing up and getting ready to uh make the trek out west a lot of exciting things i know the maves and their clan went out and had a really successful time uh with uh velvet whitetails out in uh, the dakotas so a lot of really exciting things going on right now so i'm still training still trying to get myself physically prepared and ready for this uh you know, strenuous bivy style hunt that we're going on, which means we're taking camp on the pack, in the pack, getting as far back as we can and uh, living out of a backpack for uh, several days in search of a great big giant mule deer on public land in Wyoming. Um, but it's really awesome through the social media avenues and in, in what we're doing. I've been obviously talking about that physical uh, preparation quite a bit and, uh, you know, my personal journey through my back injury and stuff like that. And, and I got a comment uh, a couple weeks ago on that from somebody who knows a whole lot about that. And that was my cousin, Brad. Uh, my cousin, Brad, he's an awesome, great, phenomenal human being, um, became paralyzed from the chest down uh, on the very uh, mountain that I've been climbing in preparation for um, this upcoming hunt. And uh, Brad was uh, involved in a skiing accident a couple of years ago, and it was absolutely tragic, life-threatening, horrific, and it's been an absolute nightmare uh, as far as the uh, things for him to deal with. But, you know, thank God that that guy is such an awesome, solid human being with, a, with great fight and great spirit. And he commented, you know, asked me if I'd been doing the, the hiking often, and it kind of you know, honestly made me a little bit like, ah, oh, geez, I'm posting this stuff all the time, these beautiful views, and here, you know, somebody who I care about whose family is is seeing those and wondering, like, what kind of impact I'm having on him. So I messaged out, you know, reached out to him and said, hey, how's it going? I haven't talked to him in a little while. And uh, I said, hey, you, uh, you want to go do the hill? And uh, I, it was kind of a bold, you know, question, I guess, but I, I just love seeing people overcome things and push themselves and uh you know take ownership of of the um i guess the mountains in front of them if you would uh and he absolutely wanted to do it so a couple saturdays ago him and i met at the bottom and uh we had four and a half miles that son of a gun pushed uh with his uh with his chair and i was in the back and we ascended together as a team all the way up to the top i told him i said i'm gonna push too hard buddy i want you to earn it you know i want you to feel like you did this and uh it was absolutely glorious we got up there uh we're able to enjoy the sunrise it was a it absolutely empowering amazing thing and it just goes to show and put so much into perspective that we see so many people right now that are just completely unwilling to humble themselves and take responsibility for some of their place in this life and you got a guy like him who's just like no i'm good when everybody else is sleeping, he's in a wheelchair and he's pushing himself up the mountain. I thought it was absolutely moving and incredible. You know, Brad, I know you do listen to these once in a while. I just want to say, brother, I love you, and I think that's awesome. And if that wasn't exciting enough, Brad decided that he was going to do something more exciting the next weekend. And dude goes skydiving. It was just awesome. Like, I mean, guy's just a beast, and, and, I, and I'm, I want to brag about him because I want people to be inspired uh, by guys like him, uh, you know, my other friend, Kevin Cherkey or Scott Verley, those guys who have overcome 
uh, Polaris, you know, to go and do things like kill elk and fish by themselves and ice fish by themselves. And, you know, I tell you what, it makes me feel like a lazy bum an awful lot when I see what those guys go through to do the things that I take for granted. I thought that was really, really cool. So Brad, uh, congratulations to you on some, uh, on some pretty cool stuff here over the last couple weeks. That's awesome. But, uh, Besides that, back to what we've got going on as far as the season's coming up. I mentioned on it a little bit earlier. Deer season is here just a couple days away. And uh, this early season, uh, there's going to be some really neat things going on with this cooler, colder weather. We're going to start to see some exciting things as far as these groups starting to break up. You know, properties like mine that have been overwhelmingly does and fawns, we're going to start to see this social breakup. But before that happens and we get to the rut, what we're going to have is this very small window. And we're already starting to see all the soybeans turn yellow, but corn's really good, clover looks great, and stuff like that. If you have a food source, right now is the time that you can pattern a deer if you're using your trail cameras or you're glassing from a distance. And uh, this is absolutely opening weekend. So many guys wait till the rut. But this is one of the best opportunities to pattern you know, and harvest a trophy whitetail buck. So if you have that opportunity, good for you. I do not seem to right now. My buck activity is extraordinarily random. Got some quality animals coming in. I'd like to catch up with them. But the nice thing is, is, is with that cutty link system that I'm using with the cell to be able to get that updated photo batch every four hours on my phone, my ability to, to pattern and identify where they're coming from, where they're going, what they're doing, is really going to help me dial in the if and when I'm hunting. You know, rather than just going out, climbing in a tree because I've got the day off, I'm going to really start to be more selective in picking and choosing. It's been really great for my bear baiting, you know, because rather than making that, you know, hour and a half trek or taking that time out every day, every other day, whatever I needed to do, I get notified when the bear cleans the bait out. I can try to make arrangements so that I can get out there and fill it up right away. If it doesn't get hit for two or three days, I'm not making those extra trips. And that's really nice because unfortunately for me, my bait's not getting hit every single day. But on the bright side, my bears are daylighting every single time. They're coming in between 6 a.m. and 1 p.m., which I think is a little bit unusual, but it gives me all the confidence that that's going to continue to pick up. Because what happens, especially in unit C here, where you can get a bear tag roughly every other year, uh, is, is a lot of guys give up really quickly. We get those first couple days in, their baits go dry, they're not getting hit, and they lose that focus. All of a sudden, deer season comes up, maybe they get a big buck on camera, and they're gone, and they're moving on because they've lost their positive mental attitude for bear hunting. Some of the things that I've seen in talking with other people and being surrounded by other bear hunters is one thing is, is changing your food up is really important. Getting yourself onto a higher protein content food rather than just the straight sugar. Uh, with like the donuts and the cookies that we may have done earlier. Another thing that I think is important too is making sure that your stump and your ground is not moldy. And that might mean replacing your stump right now, moving it 10 feet to get it on some better ground. But I've often find that if that stump gets moldy, that can have a real negative impact on it. And, uh, you know, another thing is to just stick with it because you've got all these guys out there and we have a very high bear population in this area, but what happens is a lot of guys are successful, so those baits go away. A lot of people give up, so those baits go away. And what I find is when some of these other natural food sources like the acorns and things like that start to dry up, a lot of times that last week of season is the very best because you've got bears starting to move around and looking for food sources that were there and aren't there. 
So what I've chosen to do is not to put too much pressure on my land or on my spot right now. I'm watching those cameras and I'm just waiting for that regularity to show up. And if that happens at the end of the season, great. If it happens tomorrow, even better. Um, but uh, I think that's a really good thing is to keep that positive attitude and keep going, stay regimented. A lot of these guys start baiting as early as April. So to hit season and to give up early on season, absolutely not the right thing to do. Keep fighting, keep going, keep that positive attitude. A lot of times those bears will show back up that maybe have disappeared on you, which always seems to happen 24 hours before season. It doesn't make any sense to me either. But uh, in addition to that, one of the things talking about the hunting season is, and back to the store, is right now the supply chain is seeing unprecedented challenges. And for those of you who aren't, you know, in a sporting goods store all of the time, or maybe you're just casual hunters, or you got more important things to deal with, uh, is is I want to make it known to you guys what what I'm seeing on my end. And right now, ammunition across the board is a monster challenge. It's obvious that 556, 223, 9mm is dried up and really challenging to get. That's part of the conversation that everybody's you know dominating right now. But the things that people aren't talking about right now is there's virtually no 3030 Winchester ammo to be found anywhere. And a lot of the stuff, the 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 blue box federal, the Winchester, you know, soft point, the the Remington core lock, it's gone in a lot of places, not just our store, but all over. So pay really close attention to that right now because we're dealing with Remington filing bankruptcy. They had, from what I understand, had given post-dated pink slips to all their employees. I found out just a, I don't know, I was up at, when I was, I don't know, two o'clock this morning, three o'clock this morning, I got a message from uh, John who works for us. And uh, John also does uh, uh, 911 dispatch. He's the supervisor for the county for one of the shifts there. So he works a lot of late nights and then comes works the store during the day. But uh, he had sent me a message that it sounds like there is a company that's buying the Remington ammunition in, in Barnes portion of the failed Remington, but that has to go through a long process in approval before that production gets rolling again. So basically Corlock, if that's what you've always shot, you got to find it now because it's not going to be there next week or the week after and it's certainly not going to be there the week before rifle season so if you have people there's a lot of people who love that ammunition you've got to take care of that now and especially if we keep having weather like we are you know that time to get out and make sure that the rifle sighted in and make sure that you've got ample ammunition supply for the season whether it's one box or five boxes that time is definitely now so if i can encourage you there the other place too is we're continuing to have struggles uh, finding, you know, shotgun slugs. Uh, we're also seeing that in the like pheasant loads of 12 gauge, that number five, number six, a lot of that. The grouse ammunition is really tough to find. A lot of the target loads are difficult. And we're sitting position wise really good with, on the target side of things. I've got a variety of Gila and, and Rio stuff in stock for the grouse hunters. Uh, but for the pheasant guys, it's been tough and it's going to continue to be tough. Back to the centerfire deer hunting ammunition thing. What we're finding right now is I'm, I'm not having a problem getting like Hornaday SSTs, uh, Remington AccuTips, uh, Federal Premium, that stuff. Uh, I've been getting in and often, but we're definitely in a position where we're going to be stuck with what's available rather than what we want. And we're fighting like mad to get it. But again, that's why I'm telling people, grab onto that app so that you can get those updates. 
Other things, we're starting to see a lot of stuff come through the pipeline again when we're starting to, uh, again, you know, what we can get, not everything that we want, but we're starting to see strip lowers come through, lower parts kits, upper parts kits, Magpul accessories, AR-15 magazines, that stuff we're really starting to get a hold of uh, in volume. When I'm buying it, I'm buying it big because who knows when we're going to see it again. The same thing with reloading powder and primers, that's a nightmare right now. Primers are, are a ghost. They're impossible for me to get. I can't get them. I haven't been able to get them. Powders have been okay. We've been fighting really hard and have a couple other uh, distribution avenues that other people don't have that we've been focusing on to get some in. But a lot of the popular ones, stuff for 223 like Varget, uh, the Rotumbo has been impossible to get. Um, 700x a lot of those popular reloading powders for small rifle and then even some of the big magnum rifles very very tough that's not all covid related from what i understand we had a fire in australia at one of the powder plants and in, in relation to covid there's a lot of stuff with the metallics not being able to get from south or central america up to here those mines shut down because of covid so a lot of things on that front the other thing is we're starting to see, and these are very isolated areas, but a lot of these manufacturers that were shut down on the archery side of things, that um, because of the COVID, what, there are certain SKUs or things that people are looking for in high demand that are very difficult to find. You know, prime example is right now is there certain broadheads or certain releases that are challenging to get. There's certain, especially on the crossbow side of things, just crossbows in general have been very difficult to get and their accessories too. And part of that is because we have so many new people uh, coming into the sport right now. License sales are through the roof. There's growth and participation. And I think that's great. That's one thing we've got to keep in mind is I know that none of us like to step out onto a piece of public land or put in the effort and have the sun come up and have somebody 30 yards from us. But keep this in mind. We need those people. And how we treat them, how we dialogue with them, especially on our public lands, is extremely important. This is a great opportunity. We have a ton of new people that are new gun owners that, that may now start to contribute to the fight for protecting our rights. The same thing is true about our hunting and fishing. Record license sales and fishing. We're going to have record sales on the hunting side of things. And it's awesome because these people are coming to the sport for different reasons. It's a great social distancing activity. No question about that. But a lot of these people, back to health, are starting to take you know, notice that wild game is the most pure source of quality, untainted by man protein. And they're starting to value that side of it. They're valuing being out in the outdoors. They're identifying meat shortages. They're properly not trusting the FDA anymore. Uh, with all the garbage that they put into that. I mean, a lot of eyes are being opened, and this is a great opportunity for us, you know, rather than to be negative about it, really take these new people and help try to, to bring them into the culture, raise them up, walk them through, help them be better. So there might be something that you can help them with equipment-wise or, or focus-wise or aiming-wise that can help them be more successful so that they stay in the sport. And this is an awesome time. We, our message, our opportunity when talking about in nature, social distancing, uh, healthy food opportunity. One with, I mean, there's just so many talking points where we can take this opportunity and we can grow our sport. Because we haven't been able to do that for several years. And now we've got a platform right now. 
and we have these people's attention and we are seeing it. And a lot of it too is, you know, people that have been rifle hunters their whole lives that now want to participate in archery. So we're seeing the crossbow sales are really high. The, the, the starter entry level bow sales are very, very high. Um, so I would just encourage everybody to take this opportunity and, and help these new people along. It's super important. If you're proficient with firearms, if you've got a property and you're hearing these people say these things about, you know, first time gun buyers, don't dig on them. If you've got that opportunity where you can come alongside of them and help train them so that they can do things safe, so they can do things confidently, we need to take that on our shoulders as a community and grow this area, grow this sport and, uh, help save our country because this is a absolute dumpster fire and I didn't wear it. I have the shirt 2020 with the dumpster with the fire on it. It's awesome, but I think it's in the dirty laundry right now, but that's what we've got for today. I hope you guys have enjoyed everything. We're going to try to uh, continue to bring on more guests. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, having Cody. He's out on the road uh, right now competing in uh, Bassmaster open. So best of luck to you, Cody, and uh, hope you guys are well. If you are getting out hunting, by all means, stay warm, stay comfortable, stay safe. And uh, God bless.